All right, quiet on the set. Everybody on the set, please be quiet and remove the boom from the shot. Please remove the And we're here. Okay, this time for real, we're back and we're Jordaning with another episode of my show with that guy. Alex, I'm the guy. I'm the Alex, and you are the other part of the show, and you make up the... I make up the the Jake portion of my show with Alex and Jake. Uh, yeah, no way. A, a little bit, a little bit of housekeeping. We we were very excited, very excited rather to to have Jordaned in our last our last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We did not actually do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we only Drexlered. We did not we did not even look oh. on. We we Michael Redded. So wow, <laughs> that's that was like the first number twenty two I could think of just off the top of my head. Just wow. So, but this we're back, and you know we're we're, we're this time we're we're doing all the things. So, uh, and it is it, you know there's a very important holiday, one of my favorites, and and I hope it's one of one of yours. Thanksgiving is here, mm-hmm. Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yes. know you, you got any you got any great plans for for the tea give coming up? Um. So so I would say the the biggest and best plan of them all for me this year uh, is. Uh, a friend, friend of the show, Theo Clark, and my roommate, and also my coworker. He's very connected in my life at this point. Seems. Um, like. He he is. He got me started on a uh, on a, a diet program. Uh, I've I've uh, it's 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 coming to an end basically. Huzzah! Uh, yeah. So uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow is is so Thanksgiving is technically the last day of my a twenty four day challenge. Um, so this and, is the first challenge I've heard that goes such a such a, an odd number of days. Why twenty four? I don't like. I don't know. I know that it's made up of two phases. There's a cleanse phase and there's a max phase and all of it. But I don't. I don't know why. Uh, Advocare, the the company who supplies you with the supplements and such, chose 24 days. I don't know the science behind it or the marketing or the any. It's just it's a 24 day challenge. That's what it is. Maybe maybe like focus group testing showed that people can't commit to anything for 30 days. But if you do it for 24, we can rock the shit out of that. There, everybody's all in. Everybody's in for 24 days. Yeah, this you is... could do 24 days. That's easy. 24 days. That's easy. So, They're like, yeah, but you want to go six more? And you're like, no. no. No, I mean, I've been on diets, and I'll tell you, six six days in any diet, I mean, that's that's an eternity, man. I, I can tell you that, um, again, I mean, the 24th is supposed to be the final day. I'm I'm getting out. I, I like the, I like the way you say that. I'm getting out. You're treating it as though it's a prison of some sort. Yeah, I'm getting out a day a day early. Uh, I'm not I'm not about I'm not about this life. So you got that early parole. You got that early parole and you're off to yeah, good behavior. Exactly. So um so Thanksgiving is going to be a a beautiful, beautiful thing where I go and eat the food I want to eat. It's a, a regular tour de force of of the holiday yes. season. Well that's that's excellent. I, I'm very so it, it begs the question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how how do you feel now that you've gone through your twenty four days of of uh, dieting? Do you feel better about your life? Do you, is are you improved? Are you a better I, person? 
I have I have received several compliments of of recent that that uh, seem to indicate that there is a a thinner Alex now on the face of the planet. Um, I don't know. I haven't. So I stepped on the scale to start the whole thing. I've not been on the scale since, so I don't actually know any of the progress I've made officially yet. Um, that's kind of by design. You're, I mean, uh, Theo and my other roommates who who are doing this thing at the same. We all started on the same day. That kind of stuff. They've been uh, weighing themselves as they go, and I was like, dude, no, I'm not doing that. One one time, one time on the scale to start, one time to end. We'll see how it how it all shakes out. But uh, there's been a handful of people. They're like saying that I look good. Um, I can tell you, I've been hungry for like 21 days <laughs> uh like th- that's like that's just a real thing i'm just i'm just hungry all of the time i can i've noticed that i definitely uh, can ignore the hunger a little bit better than i normally normally it's like oh what i'm hungry the time is better eat, eat everything yeah i'll just go eat a pizza like a whole pizza like a whole family size pizza well i mean any pizza is family sized if the family's small enough. I mean, I, I see myself as a family. I'm a family of one. I I'm just saying I or or you I I would go and buy the um, party size. I think it's the party size. Uh, Stouffer's like lasagna. Hey man, I'm a party of one. I am a party <laughs> of one because I eat that whole lasagna. So I, I basically what I've taken away from it of this particular thing, and I guess I didn't. Didn't expect this to turn into a micro diet uh, episode, but well, I mean, it, uh, you you brought it up. I did. You're right. You're right. I did it to myself. Um, Kurt Cobain. Basically, what I've taken away from it is the the timing of what I eat is is as important as what I actually eat. In that, trying to make sure that it's like a every couple of hours get some food as opposed to what I what I was doing before this whole diet was like I'd get to work at you know 5:50 a.m. in the morning and a- then a.m. in the morning a.m. in the morning and then I wouldn't I wouldn't eat until like one o'clock in the afternoon because I'd like I'd be busy, I'd send all the guys to lunch, I'd make sure they're getting their breaks and stuff while I'm doing other stuff, and then come about 1 o'clock, I'd be like, holy shit, I'm fucking starving. <laughs> and so I'd go eat all of the food at once, like two foot-long Subway sandwiches, and a soda, and a Red Bull, and uh, that, and then uh, that would tide me over until like 9 o'clock at night, right before bed, where I would go eat all of the rest of the food in the world, and then I'd pass out. It's, I mean, I will say this to your credit. I mean, you you can put it away, my man. You, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you put me. Sometimes you make me feel bad about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember when uh, you know, friend of the show uh, Julio and and yourself and myself went to Fogo de Chao, which is coming and, up soon, our holiday trip. Yes, and uh, I think I surprised both of you with my. Uh, ability to continue to accept the never-ending um, um, supply of delicious meats 
and other tasty treats. The ne- the, oh man, the, if you've never been to Foga de Chao, what are you doing with your life? First of all, but yes. sec- but second of all, it's just it's a fantastic place full of full of wonder and excitement. Uh, you know, I mean, pe- people people their lives are changed there. You, you need to check out Fogo de Chao. There's one in Portland. Go, you go do the homework. You you go there. You eat the food. You'll love it. I, I promise. I, I think there's a bunch of them. I don't think like. I think Fogo de Chao is almost like a, a not. I, I don't think it's big enough to be like a, a chain restaurant, but I think there are multiple locations. Oh yeah, there's franchises. I'm just saying that the likelihood for our listenership, the yeah. closest one will be in Portland. Portland. Is there one in Seattle? I, I probably. Hmm. Hmm. I'm just saying, it was, like, take all of the. Uh, like like the 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 gay innuendo jokes that you want that meat was delicious and I wanted more of it in my mouth at, at all times at all <laughs> times like they just keep bringing you meat and you keep and your you mouth keep open and, and, ah. like this is a kind of place ah. this is a kind of place that has salmon in the salad bar mhm now if you're telling me that your salad bar is good enough to have ha, just have smoked salmon i mean that's that's a that's a dangerous claim my man Dude, it was so that was so good and worth every single cent that it cost. Me. <laughs> it was so good. But so so now that now that we've talked about your diet and we've talked about a restaurant that we've gone to and let's let's get back, <laughs> let's get back to the matter at hand, which is it's Thanksgiving, y'all. Uh, yeah. So what, what's uh, you know first of all, I'd like to to give thanks. Uh, mm-hmm. To to our listenership, uh, you know, we 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 love doing this, and we we love knowing uh, that there are people out there who are willing to listen to us ramble on and 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 chit chat on about sometimes nothing. So uh, so thank you. We're grateful uh, for for you, the listeners. Uh, I put an S on at that time because I think there's two now. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. So yes. what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Um, all right, so we've we've discussed on the show a couple of different times about how uh, M- Mama Maxwell uh, just makes just good, wholesome, good old filling hearty food. food. Like it's it's not it's it's not the fanciest thing you've ever had. It's not the the it, it sometimes it's not even the most delicious thing you've ever had. But it's always exactly what you need to eat in that moment because it's it's the it's so good, right? Um, and what it boils down to is when when Mama Maxwell goes ham on those those she calls them her snowy white mashed potatoes. Snowy uh, white. They're snowy white, and I uh, it's it's super funny because she makes mashed potatoes all the time. And mashed potatoes, when you use normal like what are they the russet potatoes or whatever, generally it comes out white. You know right. what I mean? Like, like you, if you start getting into the red potatoes or the sweet potatoes, sometimes it's a difficult. But the, she goes with normal potatoes; it comes out white anyway. But when she makes her snowy white, you think there'd be like an extra level of white, when in fact she actually covers it in cheese, so it turns out orange. It's like less white. <laughs> it's, le- it's like the least white mashed potatoes that she makes are her snowy white, but. I don't know what she adds to them. I've never asked for the recipe. I almost don't want the recipe, but it's there's potatoes and cheese, and she she puts something in it. It's they're a little bit. Uh, I don't want to say they're like they're like whipped more. Like 
Well, the there's se- like a, a, a loftiness to them. The secret ingredient is love. It's always love. Damn it, well, it. I think it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, it is love. Damn it. Uh, and she, she, I mean, she puts out a huge, like a, a, a like a baking pan, like the glass Pyrex. You would make like Rice Krispie treat type, like tray, pan, whatever. I don't know what it would be. A, I guess like a tray. Uh, let's call it. Let's call it that. The thing that they make meth in in uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, ex- bingo. She puts out an entire meth thing. <laughs> an entire meth of, container full. <laughs> an entire meth container full of snowy white potatoes. And it's like they mix so well. Like you can you, you stab your turkey, put it in the potatoes, eat that. Get your eat ham that. in the tomato or in the potatoes. You eat that. Just the potatoes by themselves. You got a little little corn, a little bit of and anything you want. Mix it with those potatoes is a hundred percent better. Have you that ever with, have you ever dunked potatoes in the potatoes? I'm, I'm gonna now. It's <laughs> a game changer. You need to report back next week for the podcast and tell us what dunking potatoes in potatoes was truly like. Uh, uh, it's so good. I will. I will post. I will post a picture to to the social medias of the snowy white potatoes, snowy, so everybody knows snowy colored potatoes. So they get it. So they. Get it. What is your favorite? For which one are you looking forward to the most? Pie. D- pie. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, was, there was no hesitation. No, none. Like ramble on about your potatoes, motherfucker. I'm trying to get to pie. Yeah, let, let's hear about some pie. No, uh, my my grandmother uh, makes absolutely the best coconut cream pie in the world. Uh, she she makes her own crust and everything, and oh. and it's just it's fantastic. You you can't beat it. Uh, and coincidentally. Um, it, it's funny that my grandmother also makes mashed potatoes that I've been trying to emulate my entire life, um, and, and cannot. Uh, it's, it's the secret. I don't know. Again, it's the secret ingredient. I've tried to do what she does. I think what it comes down to is I've never had like the whipper. I've always had like a beater and mm-hmm. believe it or not, like the, that power beater makes a big difference when it comes to making food. Oh Yeah. Like, oh I, yeah, I've just that's never a huge. That's a game changer. I've never had. Uh, I've never been in a place in my life where I could justify having, you know, a power beater. I don't make that. I don't bake that much. Like, <laughs> dude, I, I feel you. I know. I know. I know. It goes into the mashed potatoes. I'm talking about. And it sounds. It seems like she has to do it forever, forever. but it's always. It's always perfect. Yeah, and that and that thing, the if if your mom's is anything like my grandma's, the thing is sixty damn years old. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's still got that that classic, uh, you know, plastic that looks like it's you know it's been three or four different colors just because it's been sun bleached. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Um. So, but yeah, the, between yeah. coconut cream pie and and mashed potatoes. Uh, that and like my mom makes just the absolute best Brussels sprouts you've ever had. Uh, just with with bacon, she she cooks them in bacon and oh, uh, good good uh, gravy, good gravy. This is a hungry good episode. gravy. So I'm gonna yeah, so I'll be swinging by. Just be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, well, well I'll, just, I'll be in Lebanon. I mean, Junction City's not that far. Not that far. I'll just be like, I just want a a sliver of coconut cream pie and some of them Brussels sprouts, <laughs> and then I'm going to get out of here. That's it. I'm not that's, trying to intrude. all I need. Just Happy Thanksgiving. Love y'all. I got That was delicious. I got to go. 
And, and then we come back, yeah, you were right, absolutely. And I'm like, I hop in the car, I get some of these snowy white potatoes, and then it's off to the races. Oh, oh I can't wait. I can't wait, dude. But so, you know, with, with the traditions of Thanksgiving, naturally you, you, we, get, we talk about the big football game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with, as, as a Packers fan, you know, you've, you have always had, you know, not, maybe not always, but for the most part, you've had your team on uh, for, for Thanksgiving. Your team plays a lot. Mine does not. So for the most part, I would just have to sit back and watch, like, the Detroit Lions playing somebody that I don't care about. And, and then, there was a, then there's always the years when, like, there's just nobody playing, and so you have to sit around and talk with extended family about football, and no one knows anything about the teams that are playing. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, but also, the, the thing that always always cracks me up is, you know, we we sit around and we watch these football games, and someone always like brings up because in my family we have a chief and we have a raider. Oh, and it always goes back and forth, and I'm just kind of sitting there like, hey, remember when we were all in the AFC West? That was weird. <laughs> that's the Seattle, Seattle swapped didn't they yeah they jumped from the, the AFC to the NFC but it's just it's funny to, to have just the barbs that go back and forth you know on a on a thanks on a Thanksgiving Sunday or Thursday a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Sunday yeah you know those happen all the time Thanksgiving Sunday <laughs> are you ready for some football a Thursday middle of the afternoon Shindig. dude I like I so this year uh, if I remember correctly, you've got the Lions playing the Vikings. Who cares? The Dallas Cowboys playing the Los Angeles Chargers. Who, Who cares? cares? And then there's technically one more game. And I don't remember what it was because it's probably not that good. Because who cares? <laughs> because just, who cares? You're just, like, you're just furthering the point. But like the fact, The fact that... Like, I guess I understand why they put the Cowboys on every Thanksgiving. Like, the Cowboys are a name brand. It's it's nationally recognized. I get that. That one's fine. But why do the Lions get a Thanksgiving Day game every year? I, I don't know. And I, I always remember there was one year when Joey Harrington was the quarterback for the Lions. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the final score ended up being something like 9-7. to seven. Sweet, sweet, sweet. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, this is quite possibly the worst football game I have ever watched in my entire life. But, yeah, I mean, it was, it, why? Yeah, maybe it has to do with maybe they were one of the first, or I, I, I don't know. But it, it's, it's... I have no idea. We'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to ask Roger Goodell if he's, you know, while he's not on his private jet that he gets as part of his contract. <laughs> but, for life. For life. But one thing that was a short time... Uh, at least short time for me, longer for you. The 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 turkey bowl. A lot of families have a turkey bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never I've never been in one of those families that plays a lot of football together because it would get violent and we can't afford the <laughs> medical bills. Uh, but you know, there's just something about playing together as as a, a group of people that get together every every Thursday, no matter what the weather is. Mm-hmm. Is it? I mean, that I remember. <laughs> Tell, you're, I'm going to let you tell this part of the story. It has to do. It was by far the best turkey bowl either one of us have ever had, and it started oh with God. me. It started with me waking you up by standing in your bedroom. Oh my God! I okay. So this 
this story, it starts, it actually starts before that. <laughs> because uh, it was, I was still, we, we were both still living in Eugene. And uh, every year, I don't know how many years I had been doing it at that point. I think it was our third, my third or fourth year doing it. Uh, it was it was not my direct family, but the family and friends of one of my coworkers at the bakery where I worked at the time. People that you know that you get to know over the course of time. Yes, yes. We I was playing, and um, I was in that. It was it was when I was in the perfect age of my early twenties. All of the family's like kids, their children were all legitimately under the age of like fifteen. Right. So I was way, way, way better than the underage children for obvious reasons. But I was also younger than all of the dads and uncles and, and everybody. So I I fit into this category of being like the first one picked kind of kind of a situation there. Uh, and I, of course, this this year I happened to invite you. I was like, hey, man, you should come play football. It's a couple of hours before before any of the Thanksgiving festivities really start. Which we also you, need to talk about why Thanksgiving festivities start so early. That's true. You're right. Um, but we do our thing. So, the, so because of Thanksgiving, you end up with usually multiple days off in a row, Thursday and a Friday, sometimes Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Wednesday, Thursday kind of a thing. Well... That year, I think I had Thursday and Friday off. Perfect, perfect combination. Perfect combo. So Wednesday night, I decide I need to not remember Wednesday night, and I drink all of the booze, and then open a few breweries and distilleries myself. It was a brew bad, and distill was, more, and then drink that too. It was a bad look. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great night. I had a great time. I don't remember it. It was great. So, um, unfortunately, I don't. I do, if I remember correctly, I don't think you woke me up by standing over me in my bedroom because I didn't make it to my bedroom. That's you were right. standing over me in the living room. That's going, right. Hey, man, uh, your your girlfriend let me in. We're supposed to go play football, and I went, "Oh shit!" <laughs> All right, and so I I. I I don't even know. I I slosh my way out of the couch. Go get go get some random assortment of athletic attire on. Uh and we I I grab a bottle of water and we get in your truck. So so here's a a fun part. Uh a thing that that you know, I'm sure Alex has become aware of by now that I like to do is when I can tell that someone is let's let's just call it under the weather. I mm -hmm. I become like the most the the happiest person who's the most excited about anything that's ever been done in the history of life. <laughs> like all of a sudden everything's fun. I I'm bouncing around. I'm having a great time because I know how miserable you are and I'm I, and I want to I, and I want to put it in your face how how great I, how much of fun I'm having in that moment. Uh I I do I don't I mean uh, it, this was years ago. Yeah, this is before. Years, this is long years. time ago. This is six or seven years ago, something like that. So I don't, I don't, I mean, remember specifics, but I do. I'm pretty sure that like the the truck ride across town was full of a lot of like, oh man, thanks for inviting me, man. I I can't. This is this is really exciting. Like I haven't played, 
I haven't played touch football in a while. Like this is, <laughs> it's really cool. You're like asking me questions like, all right, man, like how competitive is it and stuff? Like, do I, I was like, well, I'm like against the window of the passenger side just of the truck. Dying. Like, uh-huh. Just yeah, dying. Uh, watch out for little kids. And then you can like bump into the dad. Like, can you just whisper though? And you're like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. We should whisper. We should whisper plays to each other on the field because this would be great. And I'm like, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a strategic advantage, man. Check this song out. <laughs> yeah, and then the, yeah, and then the and your your the the old truck Tanya had an amazing an amazing bass uh, <laughs> that you just so happened to tune precisely to my, my the the ringing in my ears. Uh, and so we we we're going, and I'm dying. You're obviously stoked. We're having a great time. Um. We get to the field and I like I don't I haven't perked up at all. I'm trying to introduce you to people. I'm like, hey, you know, Brian, Mrs. my friend Jake, like he's wanna play football, so I brought him. And they're like, Oh my god, sweet, thanks for coming, happy Thanksgiving. Let's get this going. We start divvying up teams and everything, right? And we're having a great it's, I mean, it's it's time to play football, and I still feel like shit. We got everyone's got their cleats and gloves on, like we take it reasonably serious but nothing too crazy it's it's the classic and i'll put it this way it's the everyone wants to win but not at the sake of and not at the cost of having fun correct um and then and then once the once the game started that first hike something something took over my body and i want to refer to it only as like muscle memory <laughs> because because, like, we both, for, throughout the rest of the day, and again, we played for, it was, it's probably a solid two or three hours of, of touch football, reasonably competitive Full hundred yard touch field football. football. Yeah, like, you're playing, I mean, it was, it was a, there's a couple of turf fields, this happened to be, I think, at a middle school where we met, so it's like a legit turf field. Uh, 53 and a quarter wide, 100 long. Yeah, like, and, and, I mean, you play with full field. The only thing we don't do is, is like kickoffs. You just get the ball at the 20. Everything else, I mean, if you, if you get an interception, you're trying to run it all the way back. You're, I mean, it's, you play with the, the full field. And we both, we both throughout the course of the, of the three hours, we're making plays. We're doing good stuff, right? Um, I, 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 I think we both scored a couple of touchdowns. There was, there was some, so a couple of interceptions. You start. You start John with some of the other guys. <laughs> it always, whole, it, everything. It always gets to that point. Someone says something to somebody, and then it. Then it gets. Then it gets fun. Yes. Then and and it's. It was the perfect level. I can't. I really can't stress it enough because it's hard to find when it comes to pickup sports. Pickup basketball. We all know the basketball stereotypes. There's the no fouls guy. There's the always fouled guy. Always the same, the same guy. guy. Like. The I saw a video the other day made me laugh. It was the the guy who's always trying to fight during basketball. Just don't you you're gonna set an illegal check and we're gonna go. You 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 check me one more time. We're gonna go. Okay, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. I think that's a guy that broke my face in the T court tournament. Probably, (laughs) (laughs) definitely. Uh, The that's so. So with football, it's the same thing. You got that. Sometimes you get the wrong group of people, especially if not everybody knows each other. One guy says the wrong thing, and it becomes not fun anymore, and the competitiveness goes away. But with that group, 
everybody it was, it was always lighthearted and fun you could be like you ain't gonna stop me this time and they're like oh i'm gonna stop you you're like you ain't gonna stop me they're like i'm gonna stop you and you catch it over the top of them i'd be like i told you i told you they're like they're like yeah you're right but like, like, oh. <laughs> yeah so the the bring it bring it all the way to the climax bring it to the the point of of action here well okay so the the two the two stories the two points of action that I remember that I think we need to tell is obviously um, I'm, I'm going to let, okay, I'm going to tell the one that's my play at the end of the game that I so loved. And then I want you <laughs> Which to is tell the funniest of, El- I of want all time. you to tell yours the, like the, it, it happened, I guess earlier in the, as a middle of the game, but, but I want you to tell. Considering respect. your play was the last play of the game. It definitely it happened before. Um, uh, so I, I I I guess I don't remember how it all set up exactly, but um, they, it was a it was a father and a son on the other team, and they were talking to each other. They did they did a little a little buddy huddle real quick. Not a full team. Put the ball in the field. Don't cross the line. Everybody huddle up. Thing. Just a real quick. Hey, son, come here. Whisper, whisper behind the thing. Kid whispers back. They both kind of nod. And then it's over, right? Uh, yeah, the classic, and, like, y'all, hey, I'm going to do a super secret play. Super secret play. Everybody else do what you're going to do, super secret play. And so I'm thinking, and again, still, I mean, still drunk, if not, uh, definitely hungover, probably still drunk <laughs> probably. at this point. I see this, and I'm like, all right, I, I, that guy's getting the ball. I don't know what the play's going to be. That guy's going to get the ball. Sure enough. Kid goes out in motion to the, I guess it would be the strong side of the field. Um, and I think it's a pass to the flat. That's what they're going to do. They Nothing special, but it'll be quick. Sure enough, down, set, hike. You hear, you immediately hear that, the, the, the one alligator from the couple yeah, of guys. Immediately. Trying to push the immediately. And they're saying it way too fast because you always say it with one alligator, two alligator, three alligator. Like, it's supposed to be like, Longer see, than that, guys. So you see matter. now. Now that's a that's an important distinction there between like you played alligator. Some people play apple. Now I I I've played alligator, apple, and Mississippi. I I think apple is a little too fast. I this is this is all I know. This is the only rule that I'll follow, and I'll follow it forever. It's I don't care what the word is. You you have to say all of it, but you're allowed to say it as fast as you possibly can. Agreed. There isn't there isn't supposed to be a rhythmic one alligator two al- to the rush. It's one alligator, two alligator, three alligator, go as fast as you can say it. And, but you got to say the whole thing, and you can't mumble it. One that doesn't work. You're gonna get called on that every time. Yeah, be like, nope, no, 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 no. You didn't say it. You didn't say it. You're like, oh, I didn't say it. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, of course, you don't it. actually say that. You go, yeah, I did, and you go, no, you didn't. And then, and then that's anything. when the that's when the fight starts. Yeah. So. I, as soon as the ball's hiked, I just jump the route, jump it, boom, hit the interception, take it to the house. Cause obviously nobody, nobody is going to stop me. Nobody's going to catch me. It's over. It's, it's done. I get to the end zone. I set the ball on the ground and I throw up <laughs> immediately. Well, not I, immediately. You, you walked off the field. Oh, that's right. That's right. I put the ball down like in celebration. My team is cheering and I jog off. I get off the field because I don't – it is not established that that's going to be the last play of the game. 
It's not like next score wins or anything like that. It was just I get the interception, pick six, I, ha- I set the ball down, I jog off the field just a couple of yards. You know, it's kind of towards the sideline anyway, and I just kind of wipe my face off, spit a couple of times. None of us realize that this is what he's doing, by the way. We just think that he's tired (laughs) because he ran like 75 yards. (laughs) I'm just throwing up, and and I kind of wipe my face off, and I kind of, and I jog back over, and everybody goes, so I guess you guys win. Like we gotta, I mean, we yeah, turkey in the oven. We gotta get back. We gotta go. Time to go. <laughs> Time to base. I guess. I guess you win. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I did. I, oh, I did want to oh, play one more snap. <laughs> I did not. I would have. I would have played for as long as they would have stayed out there. But my body was like, you just sprinted seventy-five. It was probably wasn't said. Call it fifty yards. You sprinted fifty yards. For no reason, because nobody was even trying to catch you. And then you threw up everything you have left inside of you, which at that point was yeast, stomach acid, and like 16 ounces of water. And it, it, that was it. I was like, I'm, I'm done. It has to be over. And it was over. It was spectacular. Totally won. Uh, and then w- rewind to like halfway through this whole experience... Oh, so we're going. We're, we, you want me to tell my play now? I want you to tell your part. After I, I end the game with a pick six and a vomit. In the middle of the game, what did you do? You see, my, mine's just not that, just not that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, okay, I from from the the people who weren't there, the listeners might not appreciate it. But having played dozens, if not. What's more than a dozen? I don't want to jump to hundreds because I doubt we've played hundreds, but many dozens? Se- dozens several, of dozens? Do- well, I mean, that's hundreds. That's true. So, uh, uh, what about a dozen? What about a gross? A dozen dozens? Oh, isn't that. That's a gross. 144. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's so over. I don't think we've played over. Anyway, we've played uh, lots of football together over Se- the years. Multiple times. Many, many multiples of times. Um, so, I, I understand what Jake does during pickup football. And so the story and and the subsequent play that you're about to describe is quintessential two-hand touch pickup Ugh. football Jake. All right. So I'm I'm going to be put on the spot here. It uh, is it, it, like this is exactly you do something like this every time. I, <laughs> well, now you're going to make now you're going to make me sound like like uh, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh so Essentially, what it comes down to, I think it was the same father and son, wasn't it? I mean, I mean, we were on the same team, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it were the same people that that. I mean, because like you said, we we're at the jawing stage. Yeah, uh, a little. We, we're jawing. We're going we're back at good, it, having a good time. Yeah. Uh, and so, just I don't know what happened, but it the ball got thrown and it went like over two people. And I jumped higher than maybe I've ever jumped in my entire life. <laughs> With the exception of the one time I jumped over uh, a friend of mine to grab the rim before a basketball. Like, I jumped, o- like, I was on his back holding onto the rim. And I'm like, how did I get up here? <laughs> but, uh, so I, I jump higher than I've, than maybe, with the lone exception of that one weird time. 
Uh, I jump higher than I ever have before. I and I grab the ball. I would both. I catch the ball. I land and turn around, and there's a guy standing right in front of me. And now, keep in mind, this is touch football, and I'm a large individual. That that that's true. Yes, you are. You it touch football is not to your advantage. No, I I basically I get no yak in touch football. I, I like if I catch the ball, that's where we get it. Like I'm not yes. I'm not a burner. I'm not breaking away from anybody. But you know, I am going to catch it. So yes, like, I yep. I'm always the guy who's like trying to get everybody to play tackle because I know I'm going to score a lot of touchdowns if we play tackle. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm the guy who said they're going, I'm not playing tackle football with Jake. Because if he, t- yeah, well, it, it comes down to like, I've always been a little bit faster than the guys who were way stronger than me. And I've always been stronger than the guys who were way faster than me. So you can try to tackle me and I can knock you down mm-hmm. <laughs> or I can just run away from you. Anyway, so that being said, I turn around and there's a dude just standing there ready to, to touch me, to uh, touch me down. And I just, for some reason, I just say audibly uh-oh and i jump back to the side and then i'm just gone and then <laughs> i remember it too i was i was not very far away from you i don't know i in was in fact you're in, you're in the second part of the play cuz it's not over yet yeah i at the time i was i think i was upfield from you cuz i with spoilers i think i ended up blocking a guy yeah. um but the the at the time that i hear you land I'm close enough that I definitely heard exactly that. Uh-oh! <laughs> <laughs> and, just, and so it's it's a race to the pylon at this point, the, the, the classic football thing. And Alex is looking, like, turns and sees me running possibly faster than I've ever ran in my entire life. Like, this is... This is that moment in like uh, like if I play for Polk High like I'm coming out and getting my final touchdown you know what I mean like I, I'm I'm Bill Dotrieve ripping muscles trying to score the final touchdown to tie it all mm-hmm. so uh, so I'm running out there and Alex instead of blocking like a football player can't decide which way he I want to run and he just turns around and sets a screen like he's like we're playing <laughs> basketball. He sets a pick on the guy who's going to try to touch me, and to which I turn, like, I spit, like, a full spin move away from it while Alex is setting a pick. It was, like, the most ridiculous-looking thing, probably, to ever happen. <laughs> and, like, now that I look back, like, thinking about it now, it probably wasn't that cool. But, like, in that moment, I was like, oh, my God, that was the most amazing sports thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I remember, like, cause, okay, so that's that's the, what it factors in. To my, to me in the play, what factors in is is still the level of of drunken hungoverness and muscle memory of knowing what to do in football, oh, right. fighting each other. It's it, it's a fight where my brain says block this guy. The other part of my brain says I and then we could just you know, huh? Huh? because it doesn't want to work. So I just froze. And, and I was like, he, he get in his him. way. Uh. <laughs> Which was all I needed. I just needed, I just needed a chip. Uh. <laughs> and in that moment, you just go, uh. And that's uh. all you need to do. So, so, uh-oh. Uh-oh. So in talking about talking about pickup sports and whatnot, I mean, what what is your favorite piece of trash talk that you've said? And what's your favorite trash pot, piece of trash talk that you've heard? Dude, that is... That's... 
the so I think um, I don't know if it's my if, if it's if it's it it's definitely my favorite. I will say that it is my favorite, but it's nothing it's nothing special or out of the ordinary. But my favorite thing when it comes to like pickup sports that happened was when was when you and I and our group of friends we were uh, lucky enough to play inside the Mashovsky Center mm-hmm. at the that the Ducks were, and we're in there, and we're playing, and, um, what, who was, it was, was a Garrett? Maybe, yeah, Garrett was definitely there. Yes, okay, so Garrett was, was there, he was the, he was, he was the only kid who didn't have cleats. <laughs> and his, and, or a belt. Or a belt, yeah, that's right, he was, I think he was also wearing jeans. He was, he he was in he, jeans. He's rocking jeans, t-shirt, like, busted shoes, and busted no shoes. belt. And no belt, like he 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 couldn't say no to the opportunity to play in the Shasti Center, but he a hundred percent was not prepared. Everyone else came shorts, like sh- like whatever, geared athletic, up. geared up, gloves, cleats, ready to go. And he was like, "What the hell, guys?" And we we're like, "Well, I mean, we we're playing football, so yeah, we were we were expected. in there, we were in there, g'd up from the feet up, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, exactly. So what what kept happening, and I kept I kept saying it. I said it to him a bunch, and I said it to the myriad of quarterbacks that you end up with when you play pickup football um, was I was, I go out wide to either side of the field and I would run the, the, the stop and go. Right. And I would, well, I guess it was like a, the out route. Yeah. Catch the ball, hard spin cut back into the field, away from the sideline, back to the field. And at the angle, I did it every single time because of his lack of equipment he would slide right past me. He would just slide, and it was nothing like similar to you at the the T court basketball tournament. I just I I basically just kept saying I can do this all day. Like <laughs> I can keep I doing like, this. You guys run your plays, and every single time you see Garrett line up to try to guard me, just throw I'm it down go, the field. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the sideline. I'm gonna run the out route. You're gonna hit me. I'm gonna catch it every time because I catch all things. I'm going to do a hard plant. He's going to slide past me, Top Gun style. I'm going to hit the brakes. They're going to fly right hit by. The brakes fly, fly right by. I was waiting for it. And then, and then I'm going to go upfield. And somebody, depending on you know where we are in the field, somebody might have an angle on me and stop me from scoring a touchdown because you know this happens on the 20. I got 80 yards to go, kind of a thing. But I'm going to make. I'm going to get that catch. I'm going to get those yards every time. And I just kept saying it throughout that that evening of football. I guess it was kind of late night of football because I don't. I think we started at like eleven and ended at like one in the morning. Yeah, it but was, anyway, it was silly. We like, and I just and Garrett, he was just like this this glutton for punishment because he just kept coming back and he kept like, well, I knew of, I can stop him. Well, I I have a lot to do with that. Um, so, <laughs> and I I mean that in the best way possible. So Garrett, like a little backstory for for Garrett Hanger and I, if he's listening, Garrett Hanger is one of my absolute favorite people in the world. Uh, I, I basically taught him how to play basketball. And so, Mm -hmm. and and to the point, like his freshman year in high school, we played together his sophomore year in high school. I coached him. So I I was literally teaching him how to play basketball. And so the, I, I, I feel as though the way like his desire to, okay, this guy may have beaten me nine times, but this is the time I'm going to beat him. That I feel like may have come from me as a coach. (laughs) <laughs> and that's probably my fault 
Well, I will admit that in 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 full honest retrospective, uh, Garrett Hanger was probably like in in all in in all sports related ways bigger, stronger, and faster than me in those situations. Oh, yeah, he's, a, he's and, yeah. And in, in in if if he's got cleats, I probably only do that to him. I I get the catch every time because I'm all I'm open enough to make that catch. Right, like that, it's that's, it's seven on seven. Everyone's open. Everyone's open. Like it's it's not a thing. So I wasn't. I, it's, I'll get the catch, but I can probably only break his you know break a, a juke move or a spin move on him once or twice over the course of the evening because and, he's got cleats and gloves and he's ready for it. And yeah, he's got, I mean, he's got something for you at the same time. Like he's, yeah. he, he's, you know, he's, he's downloaded it. He's, he's good. So that, that I'm willing to wholeheartedly admit and accept as a, a factual yet unproven truth. It doesn't change the fact that he showed up with busted ass shoes in jeans, a wife beater with no belt and had no business being on the field that night in that gear, in that gear at that time against me. And this is like fully geared up. Like, yeah, you I mean, this is like, like I said, we we made it's the same sort of situation. We take it as seriously as we need to. Yes. And but. The thing is, is you could tell that Garrett was getting real frustrated because it, he knew it wasn't his fault. Right. Like, you can't be out there in new balances while I'm in my Adidas cleats and think that it's going to be the same. I can stop and change directions. I, my, my, my shoes are designed to cut into the ground. Yours are, <laughs> are designed to not. Yeah, <laughs> like, you design iPhones uh, in a leisurely office setting. Because you have new balances, and I score touchdowns because I'm a cleat. There you go. That's how so, it works, and so it just kept happening, and it, it it was my favorite because over the course of the evening, he unfortunately never proved me wrong. <laughs> so but he just kept, kept coming back, kept saying it. He just keep keep it on him. Probably yeah, do the same. Probably my favorite, the favorite thing I've ever said in a in a game. Uh, I was just playing. I was hanging out with uh, my, a friend of mine, Eric, and he won. He said, "Hey, let's go play ball down at the Y." So we went down to the Y, and it was the classic situation where there's the old man playing hoops with all the young kids, and you know that he's probably really, really good, or at least was at one point. You know what I mean? Like he's probably like the greatest high school player to ever come out of like Harrisburg High School. Like yeah. you know, he, he's that guy, but nobody knows about him because it happened in the seventies. So okay. he's there wearing an Ole Miss shirt, like the University of Mississippi Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And they say, Jake, you guard that guy. I say, this guy, no problem. He's going to be Ole Missing all game long. No way. <laughs> yeah, that was, and that that is my piece de resistance of trash talk. He's going to be Ole Missing all game. <laughs> and like... It was one of those, you know, you know, it's good. You know, it's good. Uh, it's a good burn when the guy you burn laughs. And, and he's like, that was pretty funny. Yeah. And, and the, and the classic, the classic old man grunt, you know, old man YMCA. Grunt. Yeah, that was a good one. Good, good joke, young man. I'm like, all right. Nice one, young fella. <laughs> Way to go, young blood. Let's see you get some buckets. <laughs> you reach, I'm a teach. You, you, you reach, I'm a teach. You reach, I'm a teach. Let's do um, this, young blood. Uh, man, you, that, for those for those of you who aren't aware, we're, we're referencing uh, Uncle Drew, which Uncle I, Drew. 
I mean, and that that's I mean, we could talk about that. I mean, just that entire Pepsi went like their marketing people are insane, and I love every single one of them. Uncle Drew is my favorite basketball player of all time. Well, I mean, mine is probably still Clyde Drexler. Well, that's that's. I feel like you you took the sarcastic wind out of my hypo- hypothetical sales well, there. I did because, because you interrupted me. I, I obviously have I have other favorite real basketball players. <laughs> anyway, so the the marketing people at at Pepsi they they put like real athletes into fake situations. Um, so for for this instance. They they used Kyrie Irving, a point guard uh, in the NBA, to just basically act, look like an old man, like they put a prosthetic on him, uh, and look like an old man, and then go out there and play basketball and be an NBA guy. But yes. the whole thing is is a Pepsi thing. They also did one, probably one that that I think is is probably I I like a, just a little bit better for different reasons. Uh, the Jeff Gordon test driving. Oh, the Jeff Gordon one is classic. They they have Jeff Gordon uh, go in and test drive. A uh, was it a Camaro that he was the testing? Camaro. And he yeah, just he yeah. takes it and he just drives the living piss out of this car. Oh he's doing God. he's doing cookies in the parking lot, and the entire time the like the guy the classic car salesman he's like you're you're and he's freaking out. He's like you're out of your mind. You're liable for any damages of the vehicle, and he's just like scussing the guy out. He's threatening <laughs> to, to call the cops, and just the very end he's like hey 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 it's it's okay I'm Jeff Gordon. And at the very end, he's like, hey, can we uh, can we go again? Yeah, that's the best part. The whole time he's in the car going, oh, we're going to kill us both. We're going to die. And then as soon as, it, as soon as Jeff Gordon rips off his fake mustache or whatever, he's like, hey, man, I'm Jeff Gordon. He's like, holy shit, can we go again? He's like, I know that. I was just putting on for the cameras. I knew, I knew. And they had the whole track that all the cameras set up because it's like, Jeff Gordon knew where he was going to take the guy. All right. Oh, that was so, so good. I loved it. I actually saw the Jeff Gordon one before. Did you? Uncle Drew. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah, back to Uncle Drew. And so, the reason why the the Jeff Gordon one is my favorite is just the way the guy's reacting. It's the yes. most the most vitriolic reaction, and this guy is just pissed. But, so, for Uncle Drew, he shows up, and at first, he, you know, someone accidentally gets hurt. You know, it's 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 a ruse, it's a work, and uh, you know, it's not it's not as non genuine, if you will. Yeah. And so, like, hey, I think I think my uh, my uncle Drew can play, and they're like, okay, well, here we go. And he gets out, and of course, the first couple shots go awry, and everybody's getting by the old man, and then all of a sudden, he turns into Kyrie Irving, the NBA basketball player. <laughs> yes. And the, now oh. it suddenly then it suddenly becomes. Who's this old man that is just destroying everybody out here? And there's a weird there's a weird moment that happened. I think you were actually the first person to point this out to me, is that it goes from who wants to take a shot at the old man to okay, who who isn't gonna get balled up by the old man? Yeah. Everyone everyone's like, All right, all right, I'll go gu- I'll guard the old guy. I'll fine. You just hey, don't embarrass yourself. Ha ha ha, it's he's an yeah. old guy. He's an old man, and then and then all of a sudden it's like, man, you you guard him. You, you you guard. He's like, no, man, you you guard him. I got this guy. Yeah, I, I, got, I, got, I got this guy. I'm guarding Macklemore. I'm busy. Yeah, like I I'm I got I got shit to do, guys. And dude, Kyrie goes up like he's 
his handles and everything, uh, the way he just wrecks oh, it's, everybody it's, out it, there. He goes pure schoolyard. And, and for anybody who's who's a fan of, of the And One mixtape tour or anything like that, street ball, like, uh, you know, homicide life on the streets, whatever you want to call it, it's, I mean, go check it out. It's it's fantastic. And and then they, they start to to get guys from, you know, around the league to join them, and it starts to lose steam. But, hey, it's it was a good ad program. That yeah, the first like the first one, first video, it's it's almost a little bit believable that they didn't know who Uncle Drew was. Well, By it, the time they added, it's like, pretty believable because you know this this is the first time it's happened, and it's also right, it's also not the first place they went to. Right, and then you've got. You go to, by the end of the little, I don't know, series, I think there's four of them, they've added, like, was it James Harden, Kevin Love, and Maya Moore? Yeah. And you're like, everybody, at that point, everyone's like, oh, shit, it's Uncle Drew, like, this is badass, and then it's it's like... It loses the steam, because it's, yeah, it's, it's non-genuine. It's not genuine. It's a word. The first time, you're like, guy pretends that he can't play to force Uncle Drew onto the court, Bunch of other dudes are completely ambivalent to it. Just like, yeah, whatever. We just need a body. Like, we'll play four on five. I don't care. Like, we just want to play basketball, man. We just trying to play. And then when Uncle Drew goes off and all of his, I get buckets. I get buckets. Don't reach, young blood. Don't reach. Don't reach. That's yeah. that whole thing. It's oh, pure hilarious. Well, that that all being said, I, I think we reached. I think this is a good time to to tell everybody about where to find us on the internet and uh, and wish them a happy Thanksgiving. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying happy Thanksgiving, and you can wish us a happy Thanksgiving at Facebook, uh, at, at at Instagram, and at uh, our Patreon. All Red Arrow Productions. Just search it. Well, you'll find us. If you want to tweet at us, a little hashtag Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, it's at Red Arrow P. Is that Red Arrow P? That's Hashtag us. Hashtag Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Hashtag Happy Thanksgiving. I think the, the is the name of the episode Uncle Drew's Thanksgiving. It is now. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I want you to know that I secretly hope that through the course of the each episode, I I'm able to like organically name the episode. Like it's like a competition that I think about every like, single time. Like who names the episode first? Yeah, like who says the thing where it's like. Yeah, and then the keyboard exploded. Everyone's like exploding keyboards. That's that's the name of the episode. Like whatever it is, I like. I'm like. I hope it's me. It's basically it's me. basically the that's the name of your sex tape of this show. Yes, it's the name of your sex tape. Uncle Drew's Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I... <laughs> that's the name of your sex tape. Uncle Drew's Thanksgiving. Uh, I think that's the name of the episode. <laughs> uh, anyway, you guys could have been anywhere in the world, but you, you're here with us. We appreciate that. So for the true Jordan episode of my show with Alex and Jake, good night, universe. Podcast. Thank you.